This is Armand Lasson. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Casey. Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This <laughs> is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> in. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? What the f***? so funny about me. Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it, who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Barry Stein. Sportos and motorheads, geeks, bloods, wasteoids, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. August 29, 2015, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And with us, the owner of Cuba Rica, representing brands including Via Havana, Cuba Rica Limitada, Spirit of Art, and the Redheaded Stepchild, Testaroso. Uh, he'll be uh, bringing all those cigars along with him. He's had over 25 years in the cigar industry, chooses Costa Rica exclusively to make all the cigars, and we're going to find out why. Uh, is Costa Rica the new Cuba, or is it Cuba Rica, Costa Rica? Welcome, everybody, to Cigar Authority. I, I hear wind. I see what you did there. I hear wind. wind. Sounds like someone's breathing. Oh, is it Barry breathing? Could be Barry breathing. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where well, you can set it and forget it on both. Okay, so Via Havana. This is a Costa Rican cigar, and it comes in five different ways. Yep, five different wrappers. I got Connecticut, Corojo, Maduro, Connecticut Dolce, and Maduro Dolce. So really, it's three wrappers, and then you got the Dolce version of two of them. Right. Dolce meaning sweet? Yes. And uh, it's a little honey. And Organic brown sugar and honey on the tip. So we have all of them here. So, uh, Chuck, which one would you like? Goodness. Um, you choose for me, man. I'm, I just got in at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I should well. say back to Massachusetts 3 in the morning. Got home at about 5.30. Yeah. So I'm, I have to go mild, man. you got to go mild. So I'm, we're going to go with Connecticut. That's Chuck's. Thank you, sir. So now we have... Uh, what do we got here? We have a Maduro, and we have a... Corojo. Corojo. And we didn't pick the Dolce's because we're, we're sweet all, enough. We're all <laughs> sweet enough. Maduro or or Corojo, Barry Stein? I'll do the Maduro. Okay. And that's going to be the Corojo for me and you, Mr. J. All right. Mr. Jonathan, as he's warming up. Warming up. Warming up for the dance-off next week. I've already pressed my underwear because, as you boys know, it is a... Pants off, dance off. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, pants off, dance off. Yeah, the breakaway pants with the snap on the side. There we go. Don't be giving out all my okay. Are you going to wear the, the bow tie with no shirt? Just a bow tie. That's yeah, it. No yeah. shirt. No shirt. Chip and Dale style. There we go. <laughs> it's all good. 
Those are the little uh, little animals on the, uh, yeah, the chipmunks. He'll yeah. be dancing to "It's Raining Men" by the Weather Girls. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> now we ruined your whole show, right? The whole show is. Now I have to start from scratch. There we go. Son of a gun. All right, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, it was Perdomo and Perdomo alone that cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And I have been chain-smoking these cigars for the past couple days. Stephen Adib is here with us, and um, we had him for a few days. So we were smoking his stuff, but um, that being said, let's light it up. Because All right, I so we got uh, we got a quad flame Vertigo Renegade, fourteen ninety nine. I know what you're asking. Does it feature a big ass tank? Yes, it does. Does it have a flip out bullet punch? Yes, it does. Has everything. How much does it cost? Fourteen. Ninety nine. Crazy, crazy. The just just thinking in terms of back in the. Uh, in the in the thousands, in the early thousands, it was fifteen dollars a jet. This is fifteen dollars for four jets. Unbelievable. Now, as we light the cigar, we notice that we have some tobacco in the end of this, so the tobacco burns. Yep. Has a closed foot. Closed foot. What do you know about these, Barry? Well, Via Vanner is a brand that was launched in two thousand and eleven by Cuba Larica Tabacalera and is made in Costa Rica. While the company keeps the blends close to the vest that is available today, as you mentioned, in five wrappers, the Connecticut, which is described as a dense, creamy smoke with hints of earth and cedar, the Corojo, which is nuanced and defined flavor, harkening back to Old Havana, the Maduro is dark and oily with hints of leather and cocoa, and the Connecticut Dolce Maduro Dolce uh, feature a slightened tip of organic honey. And what else did you say it was? Brown sugar. Brown sugar. I'll tell you, they sell well, the Dolce's, not my cup of tea. I'm going to go natural, but I have no problem smoking any of the cigars we're smoking right. here. Any of them. The issue that next you will notice. Next hour is a different story. We're going to go into a different yeah, cigar in the next hour. That's a different, different kind of story. party right there. And the yeah. cigar is available in three different sizes, 6x60, 6x52, and 5x56. The, um, <clears throat> the unfinished foot on these cigars does give you a little bit of a draw issue when you first cut the cigar. You may, oh, my God, my cigar's plugged. It's not Before plugged. Before you even light it. Right. The, the tobacco's wrapped over, so I just don't want to get emails about how we didn't toast the cigar. When you have an unfinished foot, that's your chance to have a boost of wrapper flavor. Yeah. So you just hit it with the lighter, and then if you have to do a little touch-up, do it as quick as possible before the cigar starts to bode on you. But your first taste, your first draw. It's like, boom. Yeah. You're getting wrapper. And it goes through it, permeates through the whole cigar. What? You'll get a little of that. It why permeates, they, Chuck. Why do they do that, Dave? They, because they want that to exactly happen. Laziness. No, they just don't it's want to No, it's it intentional. Off. It's intentional. <laughs> it's yeah. intentionally there. It is intentional. It's probably extra work to end up pulling that off. Yeah. And your first drawer is going to be wrapper. And it's not just for that first draw for your initial taste, but it's a sponge. The cigar is a sponge. You're going to draw that wrapper taste through the cigar. And it's going to be there. Yeah, I would imagine yeah. the cigar would taste altogether different if you were to cut an inch of the end yeah, off. Yeah, definitely. And then toast it the way you normally would and light it the way you normally would. You wouldn't have that permeation of wrapper. So, uh, Chuck, you said uh, you're just coming back early this morning. Yeah, man. From uh, the Patriots. That's true. Uh, I sent you guys an email. I think it was Wednesday. I, uh, I looked at our itinerary and saw that we were getting back on Friday 
evening, well, technically Saturday morning, and I read the itinerary sheet a little wrong. I thought we were getting in at 12.30 a.m. We were departuring at 12.30, oh. but it didn't matter. I mean, uh, I got back in plenty of time. Like I said, I got back to Gillette Stadium around 3.30 a.m., got home around 5.30 a.m., and a uh, quick little power nap up at around 8. Here you are. Here I am, baby. Feel, Come on. You feel a little drunk? You feel no, little... I got my coffee, man. I got a coffee yeah. cigar. I'm good, dude. Absolutely. And uh, the Pats? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's asking, you know, how they're looking. And, um, you know, there's a lot of starters out right now. So you're not seeing Gronkowski. Yeah. You're not seeing Edelman. A lot of the offensive line is out. So it's not really a, a true uh, taste or a preview of what's to come because not all, all the starters are playing. Yeah. But what they're looking for is the next guy, right? Yeah, exactly. Is, would you see the next guy? Yeah. There's actually a few. And one of them would be uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Yeah. He's looking good. I think. But he's going to, you know, they're never going to let him in. Check this out, though. And I, we were, I was thinking about this on the way in. So Tom Brady's, you know, legacy began from coming in as a backup to replace an injured Drew Bledsoe. Right. Garoppolo right. could be coming in to replace a suspended Tom Brady, but yeah. his career could start off much like Brady's. Yeah, yeah. So talk about karma or things yeah. might be interesting. If they keep the four-game suspension and Garoppolo starts 4-0. and And that's, well, that's the thing is what if, what if Brady's suspended and Garoppolo starts and he's just on fire? Yeah. Do you bring Brady back? And, how, and how's your early um, competition? I mean, you got tough early games. I don't even know what the schedule uh, looks like. Yeah, all season yeah. long. Yeah, it's pretty agree. Yeah, it's open up against Pittsburgh, right? On yeah. Thursday night. Yep. Not yep. this coming Thursday, but the following. The following Thursday, Thursday right? and then uh, road game in Buffalo, and um, they go to Dallas, which will be mm-hmm. tough. Yeah, it's a tough. It's a tough schedule this year. So I have to apologize in advance. I want to be as debonair as possible about this. Uh, do you mind if I interrupt the sports talk radio show that's going on right <laughs> yeah, now and well, discuss the cigar for a second? I want to get to one last question on the sports talk All radio right. show is. So on opening game of the official season, it will be the New England Patriots champions. Yes. And then they will come down and they will award you the Super Bowl ring. That's that's. Yes. Huh? Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. So everybody tune in because yeah. Chuck Morrison gets the Super Bowl ring. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome, man. I know a guy that has a Super Bowl ring. Do we get to hold it? Of course. Yeah. Did they ask you for your ring size or did they just guess? They did. Yeah. But okay. it's funny because I heard from guys that uh, they just kind of make them and then you have to have it sized. Gotcha. But, yeah. I don't have it in my possession yet. I'm getting... Antsy, baby. Like, yeah. Oh, my now, God. Now, I saw a picture with you with a ring. Yeah. that was. Is, is that it? That's the actual. Well, yeah, it's not my ring. But yeah, that, but that's, that's the, the ring. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge, man. And I've got skinny, long fingers. Right, right. It looks crazy. So I'll never wear it. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, there's some guys that are on the team, like team staff, that wear it. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, put that yeah. in a safe yeah, or a shelf at display that. You don't wear it. for it, a problem. Now, are the rings numbered? So I know I, you watch shows like Pawn Stars or whatever, and they, they come out with the ring, and the guy looks at the ring and goes, well, this isn't the quarterback's ring like you well, think it is. Well, it'll say your is. name on it, so it'll say. Oh, okay, so that's how, they, yeah. that's how they know. Yeah, the players get the name, and I think the staff doesn't get the name. I think it's just it. a staff. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And Fair it's not enough. the same carrot uh, diamonds. Diamonds, yeah. yeah. So there's some, you know. I met the guy that makes them. We've got to get you one, man. Yeah. I mean, we know the guy. We know the guy. I tried. I tried. I tried everything. I got him drunk and everything, gave him cigars. We hung around the pool. I'm like, come on. Yeah. After a few drinks, he goes, I can't. I'll lose the whole account. And that was it. So have you tried out of it? Really? Really? <laughs> so, Chuck, do you think the Patriots could repeat? Of course. Of course. Yeah. 
done. If you're a fan, if you're listening to the show right now and you're a fan of any other team than the Patriots, you're uh, a loser. I fear for you. Yes, I fear for you. <laughs> yeah, because they're pissed off now. Yep. That's what it comes down to. Another guy that's pissed off is Mr. Jonathan. He wants to talk about the cigar. Go ahead. What do you uh, want to say? Well, I'm picking up uh, spicy Fruit Loops on yeah, this Corojo. The Corojo. Spicy Fruit Loops. Spicy Fruit Loops. So a little toasty with, uh, you, you know, maybe a little cinnamon crunch. Isn't there a saying that to know one is to be one or something along yeah, those lines with the Fruit Loop? And yeah. Yeah. Takes one to know one. That's it. That's the phrase it. I was looking for. The so, phrase that uh, pays. I saw Mr. Jonathan's new car. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make him. Does it, is it possible to make him more feminine? Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> if it was pink. <sighs> yeah. Is it possible? I How about instead of busting my balls, you guys come up with a flavor profile I, on this, I huh? I warned you in advance of it. Okay. So on my cigar, I'm getting heavy doses of leather with a little underlying cocoa sweetness. Are you just reading that off the paper that nope. they told you you were going to taste? Nope. It's on the bottom. All right. This is cream. Milk, creamy. Butter, I like it. I'm glad I chose. Th- I'm glad you chose for me the Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is very, very sweet. nice. Yeah, and, it, and it's got the flavored tip. So they they have another brand um, we will not <clears throat> be smoking on the show called Spirit of Art. Stephen will come on and talk about it. It is in absolutely in my top ten cigars of all time. For sure, absolutely in there. I, I don't dare. It's not number one, but it, it's really up there. Well, I'll tell you this. I smoked a lot of them this See, week. Now so. I'm curious. What is your number one cigar of all time? Atabay. Okay. The And this is made in the same factory as that, so how odd is that? Well, that's Or is it absolutely the reason why? It could be. Do they have magic in there? Is there magic rollers in that factory? Mm. Is Costa Rica the new Cuba? We're going to find out. These questions and more after yes. the break. Uh, we've got cigar-smoking staff that really prefer fuller-bodied cigars, and that is their go-to when they're looking for something mild, the spirit of art. Huh. And I'm like, how Keith is the prime example. How do you even smoke it? I mean, it must taste like air. And he said, there's so much going on in this cigar that it really does. I mean, it fills your palate right up. Now, somebody that will remain nameless that I was with last night <clears throat> smoking a new cigar that isn't out yet, uh, smoked the spirit of art and said it was fabulous because mm-hmm. he saw that's what I was smoking before yeah. I got to his cigar. And uh, he says, this is right up your alley. Huh? I said, it's awesome. And he said, it is awesome. So <clears throat> I, like, I like the smoke production <clears throat> off of this cigar. I enjoy a cigar that, for lack of a better way of putting it, that smokes itself. Mm. Mm. I like the romanticism of the smoke wafting up from the cigar and filling the room. It wafts, huh? It wafts. I'm going to hit it. I'm wafting at you. That's a good call. <laughs> Two. I'm just going to say it's wafting. All right. The well, smoke wafts. I'm from New York. It's waft. So has the Cigar Authority Kia Package Number 2 gone out? Yes, it has. It is shipped yesterday. It has. So you're out. If you were looking for next month's Kia Package, you are out. But if you don't even know what that is, a lot of listeners requested a sample pack of cigars to be smoked on the show so that they would know in advance of what we smoke. Uh, At the end of each month, we ship out four cigars, and those four cigars will be smoked sometime during the following month coming up. So here we just shipped it out. You're going to be receiving, if you're in there, if you're one of the couple hundred people that have already been a member of this, you're going to get this. And 
You're going to be blown away with what you see. I urge you not to smoke these cigars in advance of the show, especially one of them that you're going to maybe not know what the cigar is. It has a band on it, but you're not going to understand what it is. You certainly want to hold off to know what that cigar is. Uh, but value, are you kidding me? We're not going to um, tell anybody in advance of it and, and ruin the surprise on you. But wait till you see what you get. And for $19.99, including shipping, you're going to have four cigars every single month. There's no long-term commitment. You quit any time you want. Once you get it, you're going to never quit. <coughs> And this is going to be the one that's going to take you over. So if you're interested in doing it, you go on to thecigarauthority.com. You'll see on the right-hand side um, the care package. You sign up for it there. If you do sign up, you are not going to get anything for another 30 days because the cigars have already gone out for this coming month, but you'll get it in for the October. Uh, so you get it at the end of September for October. So um, I think next week... We begin starting to smoke one of those cigars in the care package next week, so uh, you guys will have it in plenty of time for that. In the meantime, mailbag. Well, we've got a, uh, our good friend Vin from Jersey submitting this through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. First off, it appears that Dave's show opening, Pow Pow Pows, are getting more and more physical with Mr. Jonathan each week. Is there something we should know? I was wondering the same thing. I'm just playing, having fun. There was one time you actually punched I me did. in the I jaw. Actually, yeah, I really? really did. Awesome. I had to explain to my wife that, no, I don't get battered at work. It was yeah, an accident. Yeah, I actually, you punched me in the face I did. by accident. Uh, second, I'd like to touch on the by subject. By accident. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it was. <laughs> We're going with it anyways. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'd like to touch on the subject of your reviews influencing our purchase decisions. As a recreational cigar smoker, I cannot physically smoke the variety of cigars as you and look to your hard work to cull out subpar smokes so that when I have the pleasure to light up, I know that I will have a cigar that draws well, is balanced, well-aged, and fits into my body profile. Your body. Size of your body. The recent horizontal tasting of Camacho Barrel-Aged uh, was also a huge eye-opener for me as to the difference between the same size same cigar in different sizes. As it was for us. Yeah. As it was for us and the people at Camacho that said, wow, we never did right. that. Right. Thanks for all you do for us, Vin from Jersey. Thanks for listening, Vin from Jersey. So isn't that interesting that what does our recommendations, does it carry any weight or anything? That's funny because Barry's session of the week. Brought to you by Duran Cigars. When the question is asked, what are you smoking? The answer should be Duran. Duran Cigars combines the best quality tobacco fillers from Nicaragua and Latin America with their super premium Habano Criollo Colorado wrapper. Experience the difference, Duran Cigars. Last week, we asked if an 89 rating is enough for you to try a cigar, and the results to that question are in, with 67% of you saying it is, with the rest saying it is not. So two out of three. 89 is enough. Is now, that's kind of weird because the average, and I went through it last week, the average is 88. Hmm. Almost everything gets a 90. Yeah. Pro- very, very close to 50% of everything. Therefore, you guys are smoking half of everything that's put out there because half of the average is getting an 88, 89. So you're smoking everything. It's not enough. It's not enough to make me do it. I need a crazy number. I need like a 95 to actually get me off my butt and in the same building that I'm in, go down the stairs and say, i got to try that cigar again. Mm. 
95. What, well, did, I, what did I miss? And also, I missed something. from a buyer, yeah, from a buyer's perspective, you pass on a cigar and it gets a huge rating right. of 95. Now it's like, all right, let's hunt this cigar down and smoke it again and see what <laughs> got, we missed. Got to buy it from a competitor because right. I got to smoke it again. And sometimes I say I didn't miss a thing. Mm. The magazine or the blogger or somebody got it wrong as far as I'm concerned. Right. Um, but sometimes you miss them. You know, you say, wow, I just was in a bad mood that day. Uh, Mr. Jonathan punched me in the face. and That's he, never happened. Yeah. <laughs> So that's well, it. Well, this week we follow up on that question, and we ask you if you feel that bloggers and magazines rate cigars too high. Let us know if you think that is the case, and you can do so by voting on the right-hand side of the Cigar Authority underneath the Roberto Duran Cigars advertisement. And the question of the week was brought to you by Duran Cigars. When the question is asked, what are you smoking, the answer should be Duran Cigars experience the difference that's good dave because i'm thinking to your point like have they ever met like is there if you're ignoring an 89 you know if, they, if a reviewer says it's an 89 but really it's a 95 are you missing out are you limiting uh, yourself yeah you know what i mean yeah listen i've seen bad rated cigars that uh were fantastic yeah i've seen uh cigars that went out of business brand cigars that went out of business that were fabulous cigars mm. The bad marketing, bad well, you, I something. Mean, you, whatever the re, for whatever the reason is, you get low review numbers on Davidoff White Label. You yeah, know, never very, gets big ratings. They very, very rarely get even close to ninety. And they're awesome. And they're awesome. Yeah. And they sell like crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know how much, and, and maybe it's the difference between someone that, that's willing to spend twenty five dollars on a stick, on average. They're not reading the reviews. Could that be the case? Mm. Should price be a factor in a review number? Great question. Well, should. value. It absolutely yeah, should. Yeah, it should because a $20 cigar should smoke like a $20 cigar. And say it does. Right. If a $20 cigar smokes like a bundle cigar, that should affect well, the rating it negatively. Should have, it should have been a bad rating anyway. Mm-hmm. But the cigar is good or it's not good, what it costs should have no bearing. This is an argument I have when I'm speaking to the government and they're saying premium cigars have to be $10. Amen, bro. If it's $9, does that make it not a premium cigar because of its price? If a cigar is $20 or it's $5, does that make a cigar good or bad? Well, What's price have to do with it, whether it's good or bad? Price has something to do with it because it raises the threshold of value to the consumer. You I'm not have, saying you from have a, a great hamburger table. and it's fantastic. Does it matter what it costs I'm to say it's end. fantastic or not? It's either fantastic or it's not fantastic. Well, and what's your definition of fantastic? Some people think McDonald's hamburgers are fantastic. Nobody, nobody does. Nobody does. They sell a billion of they them a do, year. But nobody thinks they're fantastic. They sell it out of convenience. Yeah. In price. I had a Kobe. They sell it because it's so low in price. Nobody thinks it's the best. I had a Kobe beef burger that was $22 a couple of Saturday evenings ago, and that to me was a good value. It was worth the well, $22 it was a for great, a hamburger. It was a great hamburger. It was f- Never off mind what the it chart. cost. It was a great hamburger. That's it. Yeah. And $22 was, is a lot of money for a hamburger. If it was $55. It would not have been as good. It, it, yes, it would. No, it wouldn't. Of course it would be as good. It would cost too much, me, but it would still be as good. Me, exactly thinking, the same. me thinking for the 20 minutes that I waited for the burger to cook, thinking about this burger I'm paying $22 for, I get an awful lot of time to regret the decision to buy a $22 burger it's on still, the recommendation of the bartender. Why does price The burger any, comes in. Yeah. Now it has to stand up to $22, mm-hmm. and it, it ate, not smoked, it ate like a $50 burger. So, to me, 
$22 all day long. It That's e- a value. It exceeded your expectations, but it's still a good hamburger no matter what. Yeah. Mr. John, you're bringing in the, 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 the banding effect, if I'm you will. I'm bringing in the value effect, not the price, the value. Is it worth $22 as a hamburger? See, I disagree. Yes. You, Dave, you always is it the, good? So it gets it, an it extra good? point. Dave, you always make the point, you know, the band has an influence. Yes. You know what I mean? Like people buy a lot of times based on what that band is, right? So you're, you're just, you know, you're already psychologically are going in that this is Kobe beef, that this is a 20-minute preparation. This yeah. is a special hamburger. They the massage the it. cow and yeah. all this the bull French crap. Fries. It could the be a crap burger, and you're still probably going to love it <clears> because you have that expectation going into the equation. And the, maybe you liked it so much because it was $20. Right. If it was $5, you'd say. If we blinded it. you on it, would you I'll still tell you think this. It? I'll tell you this. I would not have eaten it if it was $5 because I don't combine typically starches and proteins. And I went the whole bun, the whole experience because it was $22. And I'm glad I did. All right. And if you so add, you're saying you let price dictate what you're going to enjoy. Everybody does. Everybody does. So the bartender that told you this is a great burger, but it was only five dollars in there. You wouldn't have bought it. Nope. But the fact that it was wow. twenty-two dollars. Oh yeah. So prices. I wouldn't have believed it was Kobe beef if it was five dollars. How was he going to get his hands? He paid more than that for the burger. Yeah, and it wasn't Kobe beef, by the way. I know he said it was, but it <laughs> yeah. was because that's full crap. So. <laughs> yep. But you know, we're talking about cigars here. Yeah. That's how some consumers are as a retailer for thirty years. You see I'll it. tell you. That I'll show somebody a great value cigar and say, you know what, you're going to love this. And they'll look at the low price on the thing and say, eh, because they have in their mind it can't be any good. Right. Even though I said it was, it can't be any well, good. Well, think about Then Re- the other way around. Roberto Duran's um, Azan Burgundy. Burgundy. Yes. Yep. $4 Perfect. and change. Perfect right? example. Some people will not smoke that cigar because it's only $4. Mm. And They're they go, and listen, I like it because they actually grab the $12 one, and I'm fine with that because the $12 one's very good too. But pound for pound for four bucks, that cigar stands up against just about every $8 cigar in the shop. Right. Mm. I agree. That is an outstanding value. And if I was rating that cigar, I would give it a, a two-point bump because of the value. Because of the price. If you ate the burger blind, blind, you didn't know how much it was or anything, I want you to try this burger or something, you would have said that burger was good. Yes, I would have. It was was, a good burger. It was the best burger I've ever had. And that's, I think, how everybody should be judging cigars. Is it a good cigar or not? I agree. Price has nothing to do with it. I'm not asking about the price. I'm not asking about the value. Is it a good cigar? Now, when we're talking about the cigar of the year, we integrate value also. Mm. Because it has some things of sales. There is something to the uh, cigar journal. We had a $25 cigar of the year. Yeah. 25 bucks. Yeah. And it still was a good value for what Cigar Journal doing the blind reviews is a positive thing for me anyways because they are evaluated based on just how the cigar performs. I would imagine that you do it a little bit given the group of cigars that you have. Does Is there a little bit of a sliding scale? This one performed better than that one or is it just straight up I'm smoking this cigar right now? That's it. One at a time. That's all you got to judge on. But, uh, by the way, F. Corey in the chat room, who's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, yeah. and he's a customer at Two Guys Smoke Shop, he did not buy the topper in the past because of the price. Yeah, he we go. Perfect because example, of the price, right? he would never smoke it. He smoked Missing it in out. the care package, and it's something he would now buy on a regular basis Absolutely. or does buy on a regular basis. There's something to somebody sampling the cigar that had no idea of what it is. There's something to it because you're, never, you're going to try things you never would have tried before, right? 
Absolutely. That's, that's the point of it. Next week, there is a cigar from the Cigar Care Package. I'm going to spoil this one right now. The Fratello Blanco, the new one from Omar de Frias, Fratello Bianco. Company. Bianco? Bianco. That's, Bianco. A, that's an I. Oh, Bianco. Fratello Bianco. Um, that will be in the care package, and we will smoke that along with Omar DeFries next Saturday. And we're going to tell you all about the Pants Off Dance Off with Omar DeFries <laughs> and Mr. Jonathan. Um, is it which, Mrs. Jonathan now, or is it still Mr.? Yeah, I, I won't be wearing a dress. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'll be curious to see who leads, though, when you dance with your wife. I'll be cu- curious myself. There we go. <laughs> so thoughts on Via Havana so far? We're all, we all have a different one. Barry, you have the Maduro. You have uh... Yeah, rich, full-bodied, nice underlying sweetness with strength on the front end. Yeah, all my strengths on the back. I, I have Havana. I don't think Jonathan mentioned a little cinnamon in it, a little bit of cinnamon. Spicy Fruit Loops, man. Spicy Fruit Loops? Spicy Fruit Loops. Obviously. Not, not that I could say cinnamon. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm getting better. Yeah. It's no longer synonym. It's now cinnamon. There we go. He practices. Yes. All right. We're going to take a break. (laughs) When we come back, he's the owner and founder of Cuba Rico, a brand including Via Havana that we're smoking, but all his cigars are out of Costa Rica. He's been in the business for over 25 years, and he chooses to make his cigars in Costa Rica. We're going to ask him why. We are live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Mr. Punch is back with a new cigar that keeps it true to his name. 
Introducing Punch Signature, a flavorful, fuller-bodied cigar from Punch featuring a specially cultivated Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper and rich Nicaraguan fillers. The wrapper brings the deep history of Ecuadorian tobacco and punch into the present with this new exciting leaf. You're not going to see that wrapper anywhere else in the market, so you owe it to yourself to grab one today. The new Punch Signature, true to its name. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the Hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose So what do I do? Just go? Okay, that was a little messed up. Hey, remember when that guy Chuck used to work for yeah, us? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> We're back live in the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast now over five years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. He's been in business over 25 years in wholesale, retail. He had a cigar bar. He's a manufacturer. He was a rep. And now he's a brand owner, and he chooses Costa Rica exclusively to make his cigars. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Welcome back, Stephen Adib, to the Cigar Authority. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. So why Costa Rica? You, you, you've done cigars everywhere. 
and now it's your own brand, and you're spending your own money, and you choose what I think is the most expensive place to make cigars. It is. It is. Uh, um, I choose it because uh, I'm able to attain that uh, great tobacco that everyone uh, searched for. So. There we go. Uh, and that's uh, really the place I kind of fit in. And because they don't mass produce cigars out of Costa Rica, do you think they go slower and, and the quality can, can possibly be better? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. I mean, uh, we're, it's in, the, in the realm of the uh, production of cigars worldwide, we're, we're puny, very right. puny. There's you, the Crossier. There's um, Nelson Alfonso with Byron and Atabay. Um, you you got a handful of... Don Benigno is one of them. Yeah, Don great Benigno cigars that come out of there. And um, all together, it's a small amount. All you guys are, are very small. small. Very uh, small. But you all choose to end up doing that. So there's something, you you know some magic, and you're not sharing it because uh, <laughs> everybody else is going to go down there maybe. I'm, I'm trying to look through the... Uh, um, I, I, I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it. If they, if they, if they only know what, I would pay, what we pay for tobacco yeah. down there, they will think we're absolutely insane. Now, Costa Rican tobacco has a, a certain subtlety to it that I don't, necessarily pick up from your cigars do you have costa rican tobacco in them in uh in in some but in uh and and then in others no yeah you yeah. you've always kept your, your your blends and stuff kind of secretive Correct. jaw thing and uh, now with the my follow-up is with the relatively small amount of cigars that are being produced out of costa rica is there really a risk that someone's going to rip off a small brand why not just dis- disclose what is in the cigars um, for for me, it's not about really uh, disclosing. Uh, uh, not di- it's just about just keeping it proprietary. You know, yeah. not discussing. Uh, uh, you know, like the chef sure. uh, that, that has a blend, uh, yeah. something and doesn't want to share it. Yeah, there's uh, no peanuts in it. You're not going to get allergic, but we're not telling you exactly what the recipe. <laughs> there's no. There's no what. Peanuts. I just you know peanut uh, allergies. Oh, peanuts. But, but but again, peanuts. but again, but again, but again, there you know a lot of people that uh, or a lot of manufacturers that do disclose what they disclose. Uh, uh, not necessarily always uh, not very even true. Yeah, correct. So somebody will say this is what we have in it, and I know for a fact that's not what it is. Correct. So it, you know, so I rather ra- not rather dis- than lie, right? Yeah. Instead of lying, I'm just not going to tell you. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> is there any? My last question in this vein: Is there any risk, in your opinion, of losing the geek factor on the cigars because? You maybe do have some sort of proprietary tobacco, and if you told people, there's an allure to that. Do you find any other geeks on it, or uh, I, I, you would probably know better than me, Mr. Jonathan. <laughs> maybe Barry would know. I don't know. I think keeping it secret kind of makes it more alluring. Like you, you want to try it. You want to try to figure out what it is. I don't think it steers people away from it. I think it attracts people to it. Yeah, it's the, the uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, 11 spices, and you know, they never, <laughs> right. they, never they don't tell, tell you what they are. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, when you, can you tell us a little bit about Cuba Rica Limitada? Because of all the cigars that you make, I think that one might be my favorite. Uh, well, thank you. This is a, uh, a very special project. Uh, uh, it's, uh, I would uh, really call this a true mutt. You've got, all, I will say that there's five different countries in this cigar. Uh, and uh, it's uh, um, it's ten thousand cigars made one shot, and uh, 
and that's and it. Then, and then that's it. Yeah, you know, yeah. then then comes the next uh, blend, yeah. the next edition, and which is going to limitada be also just limitada. Yeah, it's going to be just addition to, and uh, uh, the next batch is going to be uh, already very very small. It's probably going to be about a thousand cigars. Oh my God, total. Now, did you reduce the number and how many based upon the availability of tobacco? Or that you... that is exactly right on that one. This particular cigar, even if I wanted to just duplicate it under, you know, as many people sometimes may do under a different brand or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sure, uh, it would be in two of the countries that I use in this. I don't. I had tobacco for just a little over ten thousand sticks, so yeah, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. be able to even duplicate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, and. Uh, uh, a very complex, medium to full-bodied smoke. Um, and it has uh, notes of pepper, spice, uh, hints of caramel, sweet undertones to it. You know, as I've, uh, I always strive. I don't, I'm, I don't like to. Uh, I give a bit of the credit in a cigar to blending because I believe most of it is about that attaining that great fermented cured right. tobacco. But if you are to give credit to blending, I. Uh, uh, I strive to make cigars uh, on both ends of the spectrum to be complex, so not on one end being bland and on another end being a freight train. So one-dimensional cigars, that's really easy to do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the challenge is to be able to make a cigar, and uh, I think throughout throughout my product that you can really oh, see the, the ever-evolving uh, experience. So from, that, from Cuba the start Rica, to finish. Cuba Rica is the name of your company. Correct. So you made a limitada of that. That's the first one. Does it say anything special on it that knows that that's the first one? It does. On the secondary band, it says edition number one okay. or edition number one in Spanish. And so next year is obviously number two, and you go on from there. So this, even though it's not as limited as the second version will be, that there's only going to be a thousand boxes or a thousand cigars. No, a thousand cigars. A thousand cigars. So it's going to be probably a hundred boxes, and uh, so uh, oh my God. Uh, limited to the to that elite. The f- yeah, yeah. 33... That's uh, it. 33 retails across the country. That's it. Yeah. Now, speaking of is 33 it, retailers, you have another cigar called Barabbas, which correct. falls under that... Correct. That which is kind of well. starts with that pillar yeah, of that, yes. That 33. And the Barabbas is... Uh, Barabbas is, uh, is also a cigar that is uh, on the medium to full body range as well. Uh, uh, a very, you know, high priming... Uh, Eight, you know, eight and nine uh, uh, Ecuadorian Habano. Uh, it's it's peppery, um, or earthy. Um, uh, it's got it's got uh, it's got notes of spice to it, but very complex. Uh, what's a the lot of what's the history behind Barabbas? Barabbas is uh, yeah. Barabbas was a historical figure uh, and uh, a biblical figure, and uh, uh, the the whole thing came up. Uh, with uh, two of my former colleagues that kind of initiated the name and said you should do do a cigar called Barabbas. So there's not really a uh, um, uh, a sort of a personal religious thing to it, but uh, it was just uh, I figured that being tied with uh, most people know that he was kind of crucified, he was kind of let go, and Christ was crucified and. The, the thirty-three, give us Barabbas. Yeah, that's yeah, where you, that's correct. Where it comes from. Give us Barabbas. Yeah. So the thirty-three kind of uh, um, uh, 
uh, implying, uh, you know, tying to basically the mortal age of Christ, 33-count unit, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. 33 stores. Yeah, 33 yeah. stores, that kind of stuff. But yeah. the price is not $33. No. Thank God. Uh, $20, <laughs> and, and, and uh, it's fixed. So with uh, Barabbas, with uh, uh, Limitada, and also uh, I know... Uh, uh, one of uh, one of two guys' favorite spirit of art. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, and a, and a, a person will leave nameless that we we spent a little time with last night. Another cigar manufacturer who smoked it and was blown away by it. Uh, not a guy that really that, likes mild cigars. That was uh, that was gracious. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I'm humble. Well, it is what it is. I mean, it, it, fabulous cigar uh, up there in my top cigars of all time, I'll be honest Thank with you. you. I said it as you gave me a sample a couple of years ago and said, what do you think of the cigar? And uh, I said, oh, my God, talk about hitting it absolutely perfect for my palate, for my palate, spirit of art. There, there are five I'm kind or of, six. Uh, no, I'm sorry, there are five or six cigars that I just cannot blind David on, and that's one of them. I mean, I've, yeah, he cuts I've cut the little it. tail off, so I I've don't cut see the it tail. so he doesn't see the tail. I've shortened it, yeah. and he looks at the wrapper and goes, well, "You want me to smoke the spirit of art now, or <laughs> should I guess later?" It, it's absolutely true. I mean, it's it's so perfect, uh, clean looking, and, and elegant. It's just an awesome cigar. Thank now, you. Uh, you did that for a friend of yours, right? Correct, uh, Art Colosio. He was. Uh, uh, a brother and uh, uh, everything uh, one could wish to have. And uh, um, he was a, a business partner in the past, and uh, uh, he's actually owner, or was, his widow is still, uh, the owner of the famous Cuban Cigar Factory in San Diego's Gaslamp District, okay. uh, who, which has been around for uh, probably more than a quarter of a century there, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, he was kind of, he had that palate profile like yours. He enjoyed that. And yeah, that's yeah. where I made it. And, yeah. and I kind of poured my soul into that. So, so I, I, with all due honesty, I do consider that the masterpiece. So, it is a so, masterpiece. So, so you're, it you know, is. Yeah, yeah, you, and that's not 33 accounts. I mean, people can get that. Um, it's, still, it's still within that very limit because the production on that is, uh, it's, uh, no more than no more than about probably fifteen thousand cigars a year. So, yeah, These and are the same thing with Barabbas too. Yeah, yeah. So the factory that you do this stuff at, I mean, do they have the ability to make lots? Because everybody makes a small amount. The, the, the yes, people that, yeah, correct. Yeah, this is a this is a very very legitimate factory that has potential to make a lot of cigars. So it can grow with you. Co- correct. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, there is, uh, there, uh, the factory does produce product for, you know, for uh, uh, customers out, you know, uh, overseas, yes, you yeah, know. It's a different kind of, uh, it's a different kind of production, the kind of, uh, yeah, the smoker in the United States is a lot more educated. Yeah, and yeah. The kind of quality expected from, uh, a uh, person such as myself or, uh, my, you know, my dear friend Nelson, yeah, Alfonso, yeah. it's a different, uh, different profile. So yeah. uh, we, we, uh, we're a lot more, uh, detail oriented and, uh, yeah. and, uh, you know, a lot more hands on, obviously. Yeah, so yeah. It's not Barry, the, before, uh, before we get another mailbag that I'm taking over the interview, why don't you jump in? And I know you had a couple of questions. Well, I have two questions. First, I want to back up to the Edition Limitada. You're coming out with a second version. Is it still going to utilize the colors of matte black and red foil, 
Will the coloring be different? No, well? it's going to be the same except the, except the secondary, secondary band. band. Correct. Yeah. Now, you live in California. Correct. There's a lot going on, and we're going to get to it later with the bad news, but there's a lot of issues coming up, a possible increase in taxes. Correct. And they're looking to raise the tobacco age again. Are you doing anything as a manufacturer based in California to help fight these measures? Yes. Uh, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're constantly uh, talking to the consumers to, to, to uh, uh, sign up with the CRA, uh, uh, talk to their local uh, constituents, uh, uh, the, the congressmen. We have a, we have a friend in uh, in Southern California, who is in the Senate, who is a big supporter of our pro, our our cause. Uh, um, hopefully, he will still have some influence uh, because he's trying to move up to uh, more national politics. Yeah. Um, so uh, yes, we we are trying. We okay. are working it. Uh, I mean, California, <clears throat> California is something that uh, it's a state that I believe, even if you're not a resident of it and you're in this business yeah, as a manufacturer, yep. you would want to concentrate on because it's got 12% of the population of the yep. country yep. and it's got money. So it's a, even when you talk to, I'm sure if you speak to the bigger uh, mail order companies, a big chunk of their business yeah. is California yeah. or, yeah. you know, or a lot of just manufacturers. Sure. Yeah. So uh, a lot of cigars consumed. Uh, and it seems I mean, bad things happen in California. So when, we kind of start everything yeah. over there, so unfortunately. When, <clears throat> they end up doing some sort of wacky tax or some sort of no smoking in your own house. You can see, and we give it with the bad news that Barry reports each week. It happens in California, then it spreads out through the rest of the country. So what we got to do is chop its head off early yes. at the California level so this, so this virus yeah. doesn't go out there. Isn't, isn't Arnold a cigar smoker? Yes, he is. Come on. Yeah. What are you going to do? There, his last act when he, yeah. uh, when he ended his governorship, he lit up in the governor's office, even though you weren't allowed. Yeah, so. well, he had a, uh, from what I've heard, there was a, uh, a smoking uh, a smoking area in the uh, in the capital or wherever his his office is and so on, yeah. or the governor's mansion yeah, or yeah. something like that. Okay, so with smoking your workhorse, the, the not limited but uh, readily available and a good value under ten dollar cigar is the Via Havana. Yes, this is the one that. Pays this, the bills. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah, the other <coughs> ones are just my own wacky yeah. little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Small, small numbers correct. that aren't going to uh, definitely pay the bills, but uh, you're able to make works of art and say, this is the best I got right here. This is correct. Um, and then there's the, in the next hour, we're going to smoke a cigar. Each time I light it up, I'm even, I even cringe to be able to light it up because it's really not my taste profile. Not saying anything bad about it, just it's too full body for me. But I call it the redheaded stepchild of your group of cigars, and it's Testeroso. Tell us about that. Testeroso is uh, intended for that full-bodied smoker. Um, it's got uh, uh, three leaves of Lijero in it, um, and... Uh, uh, also has an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. Uh, it comes in two sizes, a 5x56 and a 6x60. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's it has notes of caramel, but a lot of pepper. But 
yet it has that complexity and it changes. So it's not, it's not it again, does as change, I said. And it's not just in your face strength. No. There's lots of flavor going yes. on. And it's in your face, in your stomach, in your, in your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty damn strong. Um, and, and I'm wondering, it, it's been a while since I smoked it, and I actually picked uh, an older box that was there to see if it calmed down a, a bit. But yeah, you're pulling every trick in the book yeah. so you can get it to mellow out. Yeah, but... Everything is unique about this cigar, including the cigar band that no one has ever seen a band like this before. Yeah. It looks like the cigar is lit. Correct. Because the cap on the end of it, it's a little hat that goes on the foot of the cigar, Correct. protecting the cigar completely, serving a lot of different purposes. This you? You designed this? Um, this was actually initiated, uh, initiated by my... Uh, uh, the, uh, a co-founder and original partner of mine who just kind of uh, came up also with a name and stuff. Uh, his name is Rafi, and he he was kind of uh, uh, had that original idea on it. So uh, I want to be fair and give him the credit. Any yeah. thoughts to putting a secondary band on that? Because my only issue with this actually is- the 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 batch with the new boxes that are uh, coming to you. Uh, will have the secondary band. So awesome. when you see that little black part with the Testoroso, that uh, it sits here top. traditionally. So when that comes off, there is actually a band on it. Because the issue awesome. is you take that foot band off, you light the cigar, no one knows what you're smoking, Absolutely. and you're losing out on some advertisement. Correct. There. It's free. Absolutely. So if somebody is interested... So I got wisened up, Mr. There we, go. we go. What does the name mean, Testoroso? Testoroso means redhead in Italian. Okay. So that's the actual yeah, burning like redhead. There you go. And in English, it means it's going to put you to the test. Yeah. <laughs> to see but if you are man enough. Testicles. <laughs> Sounds like an Italian race car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like yeah. an Italian race. Nah, too. nah, let's not correlate that. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> All right, we're gonna play a little game right now. I don't know if you've heard this before, but this classic day in classic history, we're gonna include you in it. You ready, Chuck? Let's do it. Let's do it. You've heard of epic rap battles. <laughs> But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll f***ing kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including... The Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste. The Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor. Or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at TwoGuysCigars.com. That's TwoGuysCigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, Stephen, this is how it works. I'm going to tell you uh, somebody's celebrating their birthday today, and you're going to guess what year they were born. Closest without going over gets the point. We have three different birthdays, and you're going to go up against these two jamokes on both sides of you. Okay? Uh, he says that with love. I say it with love. <laughs> today is um, uh, our dear leader, Barry, is the champion, right? No, Jonathan and I tied the last time we did it. But last weren't week, you the we champion before? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so you will go first, Barry. <clears throat> Today is the birthday of Michael Jackson. Hee hee. 
pop singer, King of Pop, who became most successful singer in American history, releasing award-winning hits like Billie Jean and Beat It. Uh, the breadwinner in his house of, uh, of when he was six years old in the group The Jackson Five. In 82, he had the album Thriller that became the best-selling album in history, winning 13 Grammy Awards and uh, 13 hits number one songs. Uh, got married to Lisa Marie Presley, uh, daughter of Elvis Presley in 1994, yeah, divorced baby. in 96. Um, then married Debbie Rowe in 96, died in 2009. Born today... Michael Jackson. 1959. 1959. Mr. Jonathan. 1949. 1949. Stephen. 1959. We have a 1959. Oh. You can do that if you yep. want. Is that what you want to do it? Yeah. You got a 1959, a 1959, and a 1949. And we move on from there. Now, this one goes to Mr. Jonathan first. Today is the birthday of John McCain. John McCain, the politician, in 2008 Republican presidential nominee against Barack Obama, was a prisoner of war for five years during the Vietnam War, became a United States senator from Arizona, and born today, John McCain. What year? 1944. 1944, Stephen. 19. 1932. 1932 and Barry. We're going to do this again. I had 1932 written down. 1930. 1930. No, we could do the same. Yeah, 1932. And you'll both get a point. You both get a point because it's 1936. And Mr. Jonathan went over. So we got a tie right now. One to one to one. We got one question is broadcast on WEAF-AM in New York City. Radio advertisement uh, or spots are available for businesses and service providing valuable consideration, usually cash, in exchange for a station airing their spot, mentioning it on the air, like we mentioned some cigars on the show. The ad was in Queensboro Corporation, advertisement for apartment complex, newly expanded neighborhood of Jackson Heights in New York. That was the ad. <laughs> And the first ad aired today on the radio, what year, Stephen? 1961. 1961, Barry Stein. 1909. 1909. I believe in this classic day in classic history, it was brought to you by Classic Cigars. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And a quick reminder, if it is your birthday, you can stop by any Two Guys Smoke Shop location at Salem, Seabrook, or Nashua, New Hampshire on your birthday. And they will cut and light a free happy birthday cigars for you. And final thoughts on the Via Havanas that we're smoking, Barry Stein. It's the same for me. It's, you know, it's dark. It's... Uh a lot of chocolatey notes going on right now. That's on the Maduro. Yep. Uh, suffering a little bit from allergies, so I'll just leave it at that. And if I sound like Darth Vader on the radio today, my apologies. No chance you could sound that sexy. Here we go. Chuck Morrison. Yeah, man. I, I, I think I hit a home run here with this Connecticut. It's, uh, it's just consistent. It's that milky, uh, creamy consistency. But with that... With that um, Brown sugar and organic honey cap. Yeah, with the cap being yeah. flavored, it, it provides just a nice kind of, uh, like you said, that brown sugar, that, that sweetness that there really just brings it all together. 
And Mr. Jonathan, I'm smoking the same one as you. I, I believe this one is my favorite anyway. You yep. think I'd like the Connecticut, and everybody does, and I do. Yeah. But the Corojo, and Corojo, to a lot of people, Corojo sounds like it's strong. This is so well balanced. Yeah. Well, you don't have to source your Corojo from very high Would you primates. say medium? Tops, right? Yeah, medium. Medium, depending on something, it can be medium to full because sometimes the pepper can. Yeah, yeah. Know, it's got a. No, it's got no a, problem with this yeah. at all. It's got a little hint of the pepper, very, very yeah. subtle. It's a, it's a spicy, like a mulled cider kind of spicy, sweet. I keep going back yeah. to the Fruit Loops because you got that, the, the, that, that essence of fruit in the background. So cinnamon, very good. And Stephen, of all your cigars that you make, do you have a favorite? I know they're all your children, everything, but I mean, do you, do you love one you. for your, for your mm-hmm. taste profile? For my taste profile, is or are you a guy that blends for yourself, or are you trying to get something for everybody? No, I'm no. I'm, I'm I'm very uh, I'm very objective, as I believe as a as a professional, you must be objective, yes. yeah, not yeah. take subjective approach. But uh, for my go-to, uh, I would uh, I, I dabble around a lot between. I'm kind of in your ballpark. Yeah, you go Connecticut, down Connecticut yeah. via Havana, and of course, uh, Spirit bl- of Art. Yeah, a lot of blenders. They're yeah. afraid to say. But again, it, but, but again, yeah. but again, I also do smoke. Uh, do smoke a good amount of. Uh, I mean, good amount for. Uh, I try to be choose. There isn't much of them, but Limitada. I, I the yeah, Limitada yeah, yeah. I'm smoking yeah, obviously, yeah. and uh, and also Barabbas. Yeah, yeah, also yeah. Barabbas. Yeah, so that's beautiful. More, uh, well, thank you for coming on again. Thank you. And if uh, anybody's in, uh, in striking distance from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, uh, we're here till 6 o'clock. Come by, shake Stephen's hand. Uh, he's a player. He's been around for a long time. All aspects of the business. Uh, I was out to you till last night till midnight with a, another cigar manufacturer, and they just wouldn't go home. I mean, it was like uh, <laughs> we're talking shop all night long. We, how's that's, this, that's Barry? What, that's what we do. We didn't eat. That, yeah. We never ate. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We just kept going. Yeah. Wow. And you know who it is. I mean, yeah. it was like we, we all could have ate. I think Dave put me to the test. No oh. lunch, no dinner. We, didn't, <laughs> we did not wow. eat. Let me tell you, I can count that on one hand how many times that's happened to me. <laughs> when we come back, Mr. Jonathan prepares for the dance with the cigar manufacturer twice his size. That can't be good for anybody. But um, we have more in the mailbag. Barry's got uh, cigar news hitting the, and cigars hitting the shelf. Old Fart Freddy standing by and lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And whether you're smoking your Via Havana, Connecticut, Corojo, Maduro, Connecticut Dolce, or Maduro Dolce, pick one. But keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be back with our number two right here on the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. 
It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? What if La Gloria Cubana stopped at the legendary Siri R? One thing's for sure, they wouldn't have created Siri R Esteli. Discovered on a Nicaraguan mountainside high above the Jalapa Valley floor, this extremely flavorful Nicaraguan puro combines a Jalapa Soul wrapper with a bold combination of Visos and Lajeros. It's a medium to full-bodied cigar that's worthy of your discovery. Learn more at lagloriacubana.com slash what if and find yours now at fine tobacconists everywhere. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Mancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And Faith. The authority on everything cigar. Shake it back. In. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus. Or as our brothers to the south call you. Hey, Zeus. We thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No. No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Woo! Shake and bake. Do it. And we're back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And uh, we're at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Mr. Jonathan prepares for the dance, his pants off, his pants <laughs> off, because uh, the other guy isn't going to take his pants off, because the guy's twice his size. And uh, he'll explain what we'll his see about are. that. <laughs> um, what's new from the IPCPR trade show hitting the shelves right now, really filling up the shelves. Where are we going to put them? Uh, where did they go? We'll talk about that and lots more. Welcome, everybody, to our number two of the Cigar Authority. That's right, folks. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube 
where you can set it and forget it on both. Now, we talk about wrapper color and how people sort wrapper color. And he was telling me that he really doesn't do a lot of color sorting when it comes to this. This is the priming of what it is. And you look at it and you say, wow, a couple of them are a little different a little in lighter, color. A little darker. And um, it is what it is. It's a, it's a leaf, and that's the priming of exactly what he wants to taste with it. And, it should, and he's not messing with it and changing the color by adding anything to it. Um, so normally, you'd look at this, and I'm looking for the milder one. And despite I tell people over and over, don't necessarily go for the light wrapper because Maduro has a sweetness to it. I tend to want to go to the lighter one, but I know better. And I am going to go for the darker of the bunch. All right. Well played, Hoping... Sir. That it's a little milder, a little sweeter. Hoping and praying. That that's what do you want, Barry? You want darker man. or lighter? I like the one that's closest to me. All right. Chuck? Yep. Right or left? Left, baby. All right. Thank you, sir. There you go. The one right. with the, the You got the one with the most oils, Mr. Jonathan. Did I? It's the shiniest from here. Yeah, mine's the darkest, that's for sure. So how do you take this band off? Just slide it, slide it off. Slide it off. It's a cap. <laughs> Thrown, uh, there we go. Hey, at least you didn't get punched in the face. <laughs> That's the first time I hit the mic. Yeah. We also have a closed foot on this. So look at this band, though. Is wow. this so unique? It's a little hat. It's and like a chef's hat. Yeah. Now, if you take it apart, there's a lot going on here with this band. Look at the, look what they did here for the, those that are watching. You got a regular band, then you got a circle underneath it, and you got a cross. On it so that the, that wraps around and goes together like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I like is the ash part of the band has a lot of texture to it. No. Yeah, there's a lot of embossing going yeah. on. That what gives I, it that three-dimensional look. What I wish you had asked him, Barry, because it was in the notes. I was kind of hoping you were going to yeah. go down the religious route. Well, he answered because that. Because there is a cross here. And a lot of the stuff that he does is uh, very Masonic. Okay. So I'm wondering if there's some sort of Masonic tie going on there. And the only only way to get that out of Masons is you've got to ask because they're not allowed to volunteer. Because he referred to it that it was the two associates of his that came up with the idea of Barabbas in the 33. So I didn't want to ask him about his religious beliefs. Associates in quotes. Which could be Masons. They could be Masons. Unfinished foot on this one, too. Now that this band has been removed, we can't tell what cigar it is, but that'll change. There'll be a little band on it in the up-and-coming part of it. Uh, those uh, retailers that are listening to it, Cuba Rica is the name of the company. And you can call Stephen Adib and uh, get on to his brands if that's what you want. Small company, as you can see, the numbers that they, they produce, very small. When it comes to the Via Havana, it's a lot more than he's making it out to be because yeah. they move. They do they move. move. So uh, let's give it a cut and a light. And right now it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered their prices. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Before you like this, you have to do the cold draw. It is awesome. Caleb. Say who? Carib. So, syrup? What's Carib? Carib is uh, for people that are lactose intolerant, they can't have chocolate, and Carib is the next closest thing. Okay. I was getting chocolate, so I'm not lactose intolerant, so I wouldn't know what Carib is. We had Carib in my house because my brother and sister both grew up lactose intolerant, but I liked it better than chocolate. Really? I don't know what that is, though, but I know chocolate. I was thinking more along the lines of Bosco. Bosco. The guy from Dukes of Hazard. 
<laughs> Roscoe. Oh, Pete Roscoe. Coltrane. Yeah. <laughs> Roscoe's uh, chocolate syrup. All right. Well, I'm going to read it. It was you also one, George then. Costanza's password. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was a password to his ATM. Bosco! <laughs> the lady was dying. That was great. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, you know it was. You know you're listening, and you knew that was that, and that was in your mind, too. All we're right. just, just going to come out and say it, though. We're going to light with the Vertigo Renegade. We're going to light the unfinished foot, so I recommend the same thing. Not toast it, but go right into it. Okay. Uh, I recommend you don't interrupt my commercial anymore. Right. Uh, fourteen ninety nine. It does feature the patented Vertigo big ass tank, and as so many of the lighters have, a flip out bullet punch that in fact does go beyond vertical. So you folks smoking those big ring gauges that still like to punch the cigar, and I recommend against punching big ring gauge cigars. But if you like it, you can still fit the cigar in. We got four jets for fourteen ninety nine. How do you beat it, guys? Check this out. It's got a mirror on the cap. Yeah, so you can see so the you end. Can, that's pretty awesome. So I can check my makeup. Yeah. No, you check your cigar as you're lighting it. But because we're doing it the way we're doing it, you got to really touch this up after, yeah, yeah. You, after you've lit it. And those who bullet punch a large ring gauge cigars, I would suggest double punching it. Yeah, I look at the bullet cutter that's on, on a lighter, and it's nice to have it as a For backup. emergencies, yep. Emergency. Use a guillotine cut, straight cut your cigar, open it up so you can taste these tastes. If you're doing it in a bullet cutter, you're not opening it up and, and you're missing uh, the flavors. And that's, you're a guy that ends up saying, no, it tastes like smoke to me. I can't taste those things you, you talk about. There's no Bosco in this. There certainly isn't any Bosco right now, I'll tell <laughs> no. you that. Pepper. Uh, a, little wow. bit, a little bit of orange peel. There's no yeah. Bosco. This citrus. Yeah. You know those chocolate oranges you got to smash? Yes. No. Yes. Yes. You get them around the holidays? Yes. It might be a New England thing, so you'll oh. see those this year. Really? But it's the, the you smash this orange, mm. and it, it opens up. It's not up an orange. It's, it's really chocolate. Right. It's chocolate orange. flavored chocolate. But oh, it, okay. there's, a, there's that essence of orange in there. With You know what? Some of the chocolate's still there. Or Caleb, as it were. <laughs> I'm all over the place here. <laughs> Chuck, you a little get sleep some, deprivation yeah, you need for to get Chuck. Some sleep. I think uh, for those that say that sleep is not important, yeah, two hours of sleep would not be recommended. You, I remember you when we went to J.C. Newman, we went to the Diamond Crown Experience, and you were drinking all night. Oh. You were there, and you were messing up everything, and you need sleep. Yeah, and this isn't alcohol-related. This is just deprivation of you, sleep. You can, can you guys have alcohol? No. no. You cannot have any? No, no. Even absolutely. after the game is over? Nope. Absolutely not. Wow. No way. That's your ticket out. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, there's limitations. If they lose, like, they, they cut uh, meals and... Oh, Even yeah. for you. Even for us, yeah. You're playing the audio. You have nothing to do right. with how they score. You know, like he they gets have, a ring. They have the TVs yeah, right. on the uh, back of the seat that you can watch. Yeah. Whatever. So if we lose, if we lose. If they lose... No TV. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like being back to a little cave. If you lose, no TV Absolutely. for you. Go straight to your room. Wow. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Did they shut the Wi-Fi signal off from the plane, too? So yeah, no can't. Facebooking, no <laughs> tweeting. Did they say it, too? You lost? No, no it's just unwritten. It's, you know. You, it just happens. You just tip, touch the screen. Nothing happens. You're like, all right. Yeah. And you, you think Belichick goes in there and says, all right, shut the TV yeah. off? Yeah. Well, I think it's, like, ahead of time. You know, he sends out the, uh, the, the, the memo. You know, here are the rules. Here are the charter rules for the flight. If we win, you know, they can have whatever they want, candies, chips, soda. <laughs> no if alcohol. We, no yeah. alcohol. If we lose, yeah. TVs lose off, we serve nothing. nothing. Make sure those TVs aren't working. You know, restrict the meals. 
No candies. Yeah. Serve pretty, nothing. It's all subliminal. Yeah. I mean, because no, it, it's pretty, it, it's, pretty it's, wide open. It's, it's a regular Delta aircraft, right? But it's charred. And I explained that, you know, the team has a nutritionist. So when we're eating on the plane, it's not like airplane food. The food is wheeled in from a nutritionist. Everything's selected. It's, it's healthy greens, healthy meats. It's very detailed, very planned. Yeah. But, uh, but they give you little treats when you win. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, man. Reese's Pieces at 1 in the morning is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and they taste that much better when, they really it, when it's followed by victory. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So this is Testaroso. Um, besides what he said, Barry, you got anything? Well, I have uh, what it is. is It's the Redhead is a full-bodied cigar for those who seek the ultimate in strength and flavor. Its wrapper, as mentioned, was Ecuadorian Habano, and its oily sheen is a precursor of complex flavored journey to follow. The Testarossa binder and filler are left to one's imagination. Just let it go. Testarossa will do the rest. Backed with understated power and elegance, the redhead experience will be one of perfect balance, sweet undertones, and a hint of spice. Definitely more than a hint of spice. More than a hint of spice and more than a sneaky suspicion of strength. It's right in your face. Mm -hmm. There's no joking about this. From your first puff, it's right there. It's in my nose. It's in my face. And later, as I recall, when I get down low on the cigar, it's right in my stomach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is this, this is, is a, a man cigar. <laughs> this is a freight train right here. Yeah. So, buckle up. This yeah. is not. This I'm is actually not... getting a note that you guys would never have tasted or never have known before I converted to Catholicism at 18. My last name, you can tell, is Jewish. I would have matzah no. for Passover. This tastes like matzah. I'm having like I know a flash- matzah to cracker. Yeah, so yeah. I'm having a flashback yeah, a big, to when I was like 12 years old. I the buy salt. them at my them. grandfather's house. And it tastes like matzo. Wait a minute. Unleavened bread. Dry. There's got, a, I got it. There's a crackery component mm-hmm. to it. I'm still... Wait a minute. Stein, we, you were Jewish and you converted to... Yes, I did. At 18. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah, my, business, on, you, my, uh, my former business partner jokes around that I was baptized under a fire hydrant. <laughs> but are you all the way Jewish? Oh, Jonathan. You was there a little snip, tell. snip? You can kiss and tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be careful, he will. Be careful of that. Oh, jeez. It's a new way to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought A little off the top. Yeah, there we go. Don't show us your keychain. That's all I'm asking. Here we go. Uh, I have to be careful of the cigar. I got to go easy. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, I don't want to ruin the rest of the day. Mm. If I smoke something this strong, it really, I'm done. And I don't want to be done. It's only 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I got along with this guy till midnight last night. Uh, talk and shop, and uh, I think you might be off the hook because he's going to get sushi, and you don't eat sushi. Don't so eat sushi. You're off the hook. I don't know if I would have ate it yesterday because we didn't eat. I mean, we worked all day and night, if that's what you want to call it. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, we would, it was all night. But anyway, new cigars hitting the shelves and trademarks. Barry, what do you got? Yep. Each week we share the newer cigars, and as always, you can see the reviews for these newer cigars at thecigarauthority.com. And this week saw the arrival of the La Antigüedad TAA exclusive Toro. The TAA is the Tobacconist Association of America, and it's made up of the elite cigar shops around the country. Each spring they meet and manufacturers make a cigar specifically for TAA members. The cigar, originally slated for release in June, has finally landed in shops, and it features an Ecuadorian C99 wrapper, which is different than the Habano Oscuro of the original. The result is a cigar with sweetness and spice, making it very nice. 
The recluse Amadeus Habano Reserver is the latest from the son of Jose Dominguez, J.R. Dominguez. The cigar is available in three sizes, all of which are box-pressed, and it's an incredibly sweet flavor bomb. Did you smoke it? Yes. I did, too. I loved it. It's mm, phenomenal. It's very good. I loved it. We got, we got a contender right there. Yep. And really awesome. unbelievable good. Yeah, and last but not least, the Avo Synchro has arrived this week. It's the first box press cigar from the company and available in four sizes, and it features a blend of seven different tobaccos and becomes, in my opinion, the best Avo to date. Um, and the following trademark applications: seven are, different tobaccos, all Nicaraguan. No, only one Nicaraguan. One tobacco of Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan. Yeah, so that's people the Avo in Nicaraguan. Nicaragua. But there's only one tobacco, one Nicaraguan leaf listed as in the official one. And it's made in the Dominican Republic. Yes. Hmm. Why is it Nicaragua? <laughs> made in, uh, no, well, Dominican, no idea. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the following trademark applications for registration was submitted this week under tobacco products. And once again, Tabaculara Falta makes an appearance as Falta Cigars fires for Boneta. And that's it for the trademarks of the week. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's rounding down because FDA is ready to slam their fist down. Uh, who's ever gotten in, gotten in, and uh, there's trademark issues and, and manufacturers talking to manufacturer and lots is going on. Uh, you know, we, we had talked about acquisitions and things like that. Um, there's a value of brands right now. Brand names are valuable right now. So uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get really interesting. It, 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 when something bad happens, there's also opportunity. Sure. No, that's how this world is balanced. That something ends up happening, there's other opportunities and stuff. So it's very, very interesting seeing, you know, spending some time with Steve, who was spending time with other manufacturers, and we were together. And things that me as a retailer doesn't even think about or talk about, this is what the conversation was. Very, very How about, like, someone like the Newman? So when we were down there and we did the, their factory tour, they have these older brands that have not been released since you know, the 50s and even before that. I'm thinking, like, I think they have one called Prince. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So does that? Student Prince. They actually, these are smart manufacturers, that they produce small amounts of, of these things and give them to certain people uh, to just sell them quick and just get rid of them just so they have continuous use, continued use yeah. of the product so they can still have it anyway. They always do that stuff. We actually received, I know we, we had talked about it on one show, so I can say it, from Padron, um, Barry, what was Phaedra. that? El Phaedra. El Phaedra. Uh, that's it. P-I-E-D-R-A. Cuban brand. Yep. They have the trademark rights to it. Every once in a while, I'll get 50 bundles of cigars uh, made as that. I don't know what the cigar is or anything, and maybe it's just a Padron in there or whatever it is, but here it is. It's strategic to kind of keep El Piedro, yeah. Those are actually very good. Yeah, the last ones. summer, Trevor and I, Trevor, who's an employee here, um, we were smoking them like crazy. They, yeah. They're good. They're good, yeah. So, but it really never, never, uh, ever has been out, but they just keep putting out everywhere. But is that an example of when you say that, you know, branding has value or. or brands have value. Yeah. yeah. So when there's no more brands, they're able to come out with new brands or what will appear to be new brands, but they've always had it. But the only person that knows that one is me and, and you guys. And I only told you that's listening. No one else knows this. It's just a secret. But the, a lot of them have this type of thing. That's and, cool. And, and the, the people that have um, direct-to-consumer also, a manufacturer that direct to consumer, they own their own cigar shops or whatever, they'll push these things through. I, I've seen stuff over the years um, in 
some of these bigger guys' things, and I'm like, wow, what the heck is this? And they say, oh, we're just flushing something through, you know, showing its a f- use, continued use of what it wow. is. And it'll usually be a, a bundle of something, and then uh, it's gone. And they sold it through, and that's it. That's all that needs to, ha- needs to end up happening. So that's it. We're going we're gonna to see this st- that start drying up. We're going to need a new segment of uh, new trademarks. I mean, they, you're not going to see a lot of it going through, I don't think. But we'll see. What we will see is next Saturday, Omar DeFries from Fratello Cigars. He's going to be on with us. Very interesting dude. We've had on a couple times already. If you've never heard him, uh, very unique giant of a man. Uh, but is going to step down for the day on Thursday and have a dance contest. His idea, mind you. His idea. His he called idea. me out. So when he loses, it'll be that much greater a victory. And it's Mr. Jonathan and Mrs. Jonathan versus Mr. DeFries and Mrs. DeFries that he's driving up with. Cool. For this. So uh, it'll be Thursday. We've got to get the times together and make sure this thing works out. But um, we'll do it. And I've never seen – I've got to end up watching an issue of dance – Dance stars. Dancing with the stars, stars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To see how they end up doing. Is that the way to go? To yeah, that'd be the way. Yep. And we'll, we'll sit there and goof off and smoke some cigars. And uh, you're going to do three songs apiece, right? Three songs. Wow. Three, three dances. Different dances yep. right? Three different dances. <laughs> yep. And uh, I'm going to record it. Hopefully, we'll get it up on YouTube. Okay. And then you guys can see it. So how, how does somebody walk, get the Cigar Authority on YouTube? Uh, if they go to the Cigar Authority and in the search, they type in the Cigar Authority, all the episodes will come up. They go to the Cigar Authority in the search. They type YouTube. The, oh, YouTube.com. And they type the Cigar Authority in the search. They'll get our channel. And they'll get oh. our channel. Oh, okay. And then they'll see that video if it's up there. Yeah. yeah. And I'll also link it on the Cigar Authority as well. Is Omar DeFries, he's a candidate for the world's most interesting man. I mean, he's I a would say rocket so. scientist. Yes. Former professional basketball player. Yes. Apparently a professional dancer. Yes. He's not uh, a professional dancer. We'll, hey, we'll see. We'll see, oh, we'll see on that, Thursday. Sir. We'll see on Thursday. What if he beats a living legend of dance and his wife, who's a professional dancer? What if he beats them? What if? Well, seriously, that's. Is he a professional then? No. That's you not how it happens. No, you've got to get if paid I, to so, teach. And I give him ten bucks at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess then he would be that's a it. professional for the day. All right, for the day. Why? For the day. You, you got to get paid. Continuously? Yeah, if he, wa- if he wants to really step it up and try to beat me at my own dance, swing dancing, then fine. Then he, then then he, you'll have a he, show. Because he picked the dance. He picked the dances. He picks the ones I don't are even you, know. Are you ready for this at all? Completely ready. Completely ready. So by you saying you're completely ready, I know the no, basic. No, I know the basic of you, all three dances. Have you been practiced? renting ballroom space to practice? I have a dance floor in my house. Kind of like staying alive, the movie? Yeah, Doesn't I, everybody? I got a dance floor <laughs> in my house. I put the disco ball on, and my wife and I go down there, and we practice. Can we do that? Can we get the disco ball? Let's get. To, let's really do this thing, man. Oh, my God. That's a great call. Come on. Let's get some lighting going. Right, That's we'll a get good the call. lighting. Bring my spotlight or something. Yeah, we you need a disco ball. You got a yeah. disco ball? I don't have a disco ball. You don't even have one? No. We need a disco ball. You can get ball. one cheap. Get one cheap. Good. I'm Spencer's. Buying, I'm, I might have one. <clears throat> I might have one. You got to have it. It's the most ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. What? No. A disco man. ball for Spanish dancing? Just because it's so stupid. Oh, Omar, send him, a, send him an email and tell him it's ridiculous. Omar sent me a little video that I sent him. Yeah, you sent Of him it. in the car yes. saying it's on. He's, he's talking crap. No, no video it. of him dancing. Why would he reveal his trade secrets? Right. He's going to come in. Trade secrets. So, Dave, briefly, with all these new cigars coming out, do we have room on the shelves for him? 
we do not have room on the shelves for new cigars coming out. So what does that mean for a retailer? What does that mean for me? What, is it, what do we do? If you take a new brand in and you show it to somebody, you're taking them off somebody else's brand, obviously. They smoked something before. Right. Mm. You're taking them off something and bringing them on to another. It's a dangerous thing to do to a consumer anyway. And it might be really good and be a lower price cigar and the guy likes it better or whatever. But now, the, now nobody's on that cigar and you've got to get rid of the cigar. So it's costly to discount a cigar and get rid of it. Because as a retailer, you're going to get taxed on the inventory, right? I mean, yes. Yeah. Yep, you get taxed on because you, you make uh, um, you mostly, most cigar stores, I would imagine, as a corporation and more inventory that you have is so it's, it's a, a weird situation that ends up happening. And uh, I, I was, we, me and Stephen were talking about it. I've been talking with him for three days. But um, this is the worst time of year because where the heck do we put these things when they come in? It's unbelievable. And something has to go. Something has to go. So I'm walking around the stores each day looking at stuff and, and deciding who's getting on the chopping block. That's so it, as, as good as it is that cigars are coming in, some guys are going to get hurt. Some little guys are going to get hurt. And we may do – they may appear that a bigger retailer like ourselves is doing pretty good with it, but still it's the slowest Right. So yeah. we're going to take a brand on that has no customers and get rid of a brand that has customers, but it's slow. What a risky move that, n- that never stops. Who do you blame for this? I mean, me personally, as a consumer, I blame the manufacturer. Nobody builds a long-term brand. Right. It's like every year uh, it's a, a new brand. So we're going to stop focusing on brand A to release brand B. Absolutely. Brand they, A goes away, and then next year it's brand C, and then brand B will go away. And they just whore themselves out to themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if you ask the manufacturer, they do do that, but they'll say we do that because the consumer demands what's new. That's because the consumer needs to be educated not to ask what's new, but rather ask your tobacconist what's good. What's great. Absolutely. That's the change that has to happen. And, you know, pe- people are imp- like wine. This year's version of such and such, mm-hmm. because the crop was really good this year, may be good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, oh, I had it before. I didn't care for it or whatever. It's an old brand or whatever. There's so much change going to happen. If FDA does what <laughs> it seems like they're going to do, these things are going to come back. This is an ever-changing business. It's amazing what happened. Steven's been in the business for 25 years, so we were really chatting about that, the changes that yeah. happened in the industry as it went on. And this is the part of, of where we are, where everybody, almost like the cigar boom of the 90s, where everybody was banging out these cigars uh, left and right of new things that were coming in, and some big popular brands went away mm. because of the influx of new things that ended up coming on. And some of those brands became big national brands. Everybody that's coming out with new stuff now is just a jab that they're throwing in. And then six months from now, we come out with their new thing. Completely stop talking about what's old. Look at Cigar Aficionados, Cigar of the Years. The number one cigars of the years that went on, it's almost a kiss of death. Mm. It is. The kiss these of cigars death. Yeah. end up... Reaching their climax at the very, very top. That's their top. And there's only one place to go from there. You're at the top. Boom. And it's painful at the end. Well, and because the customer that that buys into Cigar of the Year, and this becomes the cigar they have to try, Mm -hmm. what happens next year? Right. I don't smoke that anymore. I'm going for this one. And they bump up production because it's a Cigar of the Year. They bump up production. They get that early hit on it. And then the 
the production goes back to where it was or sometimes less. Or the worst thing, they aren't prepared for yeah. being Cigar of the Year. They're sold out, and you yeah. can't find the cigar, and then it comes in. And the bus is gone. Well, and sometimes the production gets rushed a little bit, so the cigar's not as good as when it got its cigar of the year, going back to your point yeah, of year-to-year yeah, yeah. year production to production. So, well, even going back to Dave's point in the FDA, like we have the embargo that looks like it's going to get lifted. Now, that could introduce a whole new series of brands and new yeah. cigars, right? I mean... Yeah. yeah, there'll be like 30 new boxes that go on the shelf. Could that be why the FDA is holding off? Because it's they're waiting to see if the... Embargo lifts to let those brands get in first. Those brands are all set. Um, just about everything's an old brand. Uh, yeah, just yeah. because it wasn't sold in the U.S. since 1960, it's still out there. It's still a. What would stop a manufacturer from just selling a box of every single new idea that they're going to have for the next 30 years in their own country then? Oh, this has been going on in Nicaragua. Prove it. Yeah. Prove it. So the U.S. is going to ask for proof of sale in Nicaragua if Nick Perdomo comes out with a new cigar. I don't know. Prove that that Nick, you know, Nicholas Trey comes out with a cigar and it's the uh, the Nick Trey. Look, it comes I in trays it, of ten. I They're all it, tubed. You can see through them. It's the Nick Trey. Yeah. It's a it's a pun, <laughs> and that comes out five years from now because Nick Trey is in the business. And what's to say? I think the, it has to be established in the American market for the FDA because there's a whole bunch of cigarette brands in Europe that aren't here because they came out post-FDA. What happens to a drug that's in another country and the FDA comes in to the U.S.? Well, it has the, to the drug through. company pays off the FDA yeah, they have approval. To go, and then that's yeah, that approval. All right, so you're right. God. Yep, so Cuba's going to have to pay the FDA. Unless the embargo people, lifts quickly. That, that, that's going to be the answer because all this is going to go back to what have they done to other things. Well, I'm thinking like Perdomo. For, like let's say Perdomo wants to make a new cigar and in that blend have Cuban tobacco mixed with Dominican, for example. Will they be allowed to do and introduce a new? They'll have to pay to have the cigar examined by the FDA. And some people have that estimated at a quarter of a million dollars per brand. Precise. Precise. It's yep. a freaking business. Man. And I'm going to say – I'm going to come out and say that Nick is never going to have – Dominican tobacco in any of his cigars. I'm just throwing it out there. Or he's going to say he doesn't, and he does. And he probably, probably isn't going to make a cigar with Cuban tobacco either. That's All right. my guess. Best tweets of the week, Mr. Jonathan. What do you got? It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today, and these are the best tweets I saw all week. Have you ever noticed no one ever asks, how's Waldo? They want to know where he is. A guy tries to rob a real estate office and shouts, nobody move. I'm sorry, but I find this funny. What? I like real it. estate office. Nobody, Nobody move. Ah. A little double entendre there. there. We go. Did you hear about corduroy pillows? They are making headlines. Headlines. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> I told my psychiatrist that I've been hearing voices, and he told me I don't have a psychiatrist. <laughs> That was good. good. And the best tweet I saw all week, the difference between astrology and astronomy is about 50 to 60 IQ points. Today's social media was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Mm. Nothing on that? You didn't no. like that one. astronomy, astrology. 
rolled into bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. I get it now. You got it? Yeah. It's about 50 to 60 IQ points. You got to be smart to do astronomy. And astronomy. Ah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. The one with the tarot gonna, cards. I was going to have to go to Omar de Frias on that. Yeah. He's astronomist. Is he astronomist? What is he? Rocket scientist. Rocket, rocket scientist. scientist. He's actually a rocket scientist. That's so yeah. cool. So uh, I'm going to tell you, Testarossa, early, early aggressive, scary aggressive, still full-bodied. They calmed down. Calmed down. Got sweet. I was expecting it to be a lot spicier. There's a... There's that underlying sweetness. Have you ever had cacao syrup? I don't even know what cacao is. It's chocolate, so it's um, it's an, it's really an unsweet, unsweetened or low-sweetness chocolate syrup, and that's what I'm picking up on this. You added a dash of it to coffee or whatever. No, I got a lot of pepper. Not a little bit of pepper, like you said. There's a lot of pepper. A lot of pepper. See, now I'm curious. feels it, a little fever. As a person, I am. I, I am. Way is wrong. a person, probably yes, but a person that smokes milder cigars such as yourself, more susceptible to picking up the heavy spice, the heavy pepper, oh than God. a person like myself who's used to a fuller-bodied cigar. And is burnt his palate out? Is that where you're going no, with No, my palate's not. I wouldn't say it's burnt. But I don't pick up the pepper as much. No, I'm not really picking up all that much pepper either. I've been chain smoking, man. Let me tell you. So I'm getting through this because I've been chain smoking. Uh, there's one person after another coming. This is the time in New England where every single manufacturer comes into town. It's been nonstop, and it's hanging out with them and having cigar after cigar. And I know the average listener saying, you're complaining? This sounds like the greatest thing. Mm. It gets to a point, man. Too much of anything is no good. I mean, it's... Yeah, you love pizza until you work at Papa Gino's. Right. And then after about the third week, you're like, all right, let's, let's start talking about burgers. Yeah, yeah, have something else. Mm. They make a great burger, by the way. Great burger. Uh, old Fox Freddy says, best set of tweets ever. Yeah? That's what Freddie says. All right. When we come back, good news and bad news for cigars in the industry. And Old Fox Freddy, we're going to see what he's got. He's got to compete with the best tweets. Giggity. Giggity. Uh, Mailbags and a lot more. We're live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Savor this moment. The sparks of conversation. The anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf. Graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesi and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at avo.com. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. 
Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www. 
That's CigarJournal.co. I'll sign up today. Hi, guys. This is Omar De Frias, owner of Fratello Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> and uh, Omar will be with us next week. And uh, if anybody wants to come, we're going to be at Two Guys Smoke Shop on Thursday um, at between 6 and 7 is going to be the pants-off, dance-off. Um, going to be interesting. I think this is the first in the cigar industry ever. Yeah, it is a first, for and sure. It, and, it, and it probably is the last. So if you're interested in this at all, you're this not. will be the time to do it. You're not. You so, know. David, you'd be all right if I left Nashua an yes, hour early to get course. to Seabrook? Absolutely. I appreciate that. Um, okay, bad news, Barry. What do you got? Well, once again, the news is dominated by California and Massachusetts. The California Senate this week passed six anti-tobacco measures, and the ones that apply to cigars are. Despite failing in the Assembly in June, the Senate passed a measure once again that would raise the smoking age to 21, where it moves before the Assembly. Selling tobacco in the state becomes more expensive for retailers as the licensing fee could be raised by the measure as it was just passed by the Senate. Instead of a one-time fee of $100, Retailers will have to pay a $265 yearly fee on top of an additional license cost that goes from $1,000 to $1,200, making it $1,465 a year just to sell tobacco. Okay, so it's $100 for life. It goes from $100 for life to $1,465 a year. That is how the country is run right now. God. The Senate has also passed a measure that will allow cities to place an additional tax on tobacco products. This one moves to the Assembly as well. And lastly, the state has proposed a $2 tax increase on cigarettes. And as it states, OTB ta- OTP taxes, such as cigars, are tied into that rate. The measure, which now moves to the Assembly, would raise the tax to 67%. How does this affect prices? An $8 cigar in tax-free New Hampshire currently costs $10.25 in California. If the new tax is passed, that same cigar will become $13.50. So is there a – there's got to be um, the alcohol podcasts and beer oh, podcasts and things like that. Yep. Did, did they have a segment where they say they're trying to shut down – Every single day, every single state, every city is trying to put an end to their industry? Well, there was. It was called Prohibition, and that's where we're heading with cigars right now. Because, my God. There's some scary quotes that came out of these these meetings in the Senate. And while the majority of Republicans have voted against it, making this a, a measure that's, you know, right down party lines, a Republican senator out of San Diego stated that he's against the piecemeal regulations and that they should just ban tobacco instead. Ban it completely, and I'm for it. I dare you to ban tobacco in the United States. I dare you to do that. The government will shut down. This country will shut down. It's based on tobacco. You've got to be kidding me. And you know what? They, I, I've said it before when I go to a state and, they, and they're doing this to add tax on and things like that. I said, why don't you, if you believe what you're saying of, of this, of how bad it is and everything, ban it. Oh, we're not saying that. 
No, because you, you generate no, an awful lot of income on it. All you want is money. That's it. All you want is money, and you want to know where the tipping point is. How much can you possibly continue to raise it and make more money? Well, you get to a tipping point where you raise it too much and you actually lose money. We're way past that point because the math says it. It's showing that they're making less and less money. The more money that they're taxing, yeah. they're making less and less. And then you take a poor uh, state of high tax. They're doing it on the Internet, and they, they're not making their money. And, the, and if you are trying to stop people from doing it, they're not. They're just getting other sources. It's going to go out of – when the United States goes that way, they'll, they'll be selling direct out of the country, into the, into the country. You can do that too. Killing themselves. So California is a thing to watch. It went from a special committee of limited Senate of uh, Senate um, voters to the full Senate in a week, week and a half. Wow. No. So now it goes to the assembly. They can we'll do see things fast when they that. want to. Yeah. And lastly, Peabody. All the Mass- important stuff, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Lastly, Peabody, Massachusetts, unanimously approved raising the age of tobacco to 21. The town hall meeting was attended by just 10 people, and it was split down the middle on the increase. Shame on you, retailers in Peabody, uh, that you're not there fighting. And I don't want to say you you deserve to get what's happening, but they're picking at it city by city in the state of Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. and the whole state's going to go. We saw this with the no smoking laws that happened in city by city, Mm -hmm. and then the next thing you know, the whole state ends up going that way. We're going to see it that happen by state by state, and then the whole country's going to go that way. You got to fight. Join the CRA if you're not willing to fight. Join the CRA for your thirty-five dollars and let them fight for you for thirty-five bucks. You buy an army for thirty-five dollars. Good deal, right? And currently, twenty-eight percent of the communities in the state of Massachusetts have raised their age. How many? Twenty-eight percent. Seventy-four communities. Here we go. Wow. Here we go. So, and that's this week's bad news. All right. Well, a couple of points of good news. Lafayette, Louisiana, was looking to ban smoking in bars with live entertainment. That measure was defeated this week by a five-to-four vote. The city council has stated it will revisit the ban in coming months. Of course they will. Yeah. It's, they it's, got defeated. It's, yeah, They're going to revisit it. So you it's going, the best you got is good news is saying we, we defeated and they put and they tagged it on. They're never going to stop it. My, my segment is now going to be called Mr. J's Good News, Bad News. Yeah. yeah. So you can only try a murder trial once. Yes. And that's it. How many times can they fail before they have to stop? Never. They Never. just keep going until they win. And they, and they don't revisit win. it when you it goes why? the other way. Because mm-hmm. 10 people show up. Yeah. That day the 10 people show up is when they end up getting it. You know, that's when they end up pulling it off. They just keep doing it. And the next thing you know, they're going to have their next session on Christmas Day in the middle of the afternoon. Boom. How do we get it reversed? There's got to be a way. So hard going the other way around. Oh. The answer is you don't let it get through anyway. But we've got to stop playing offense. Really? Right? Yep. A proposal in Hermosa Beach, California, which is located just south of Los Angeles, was looking to raise the price of cigars to a minimum of $15. The measure Ridiculous. failed at a city council vote, Good. but they will bring it back up again in two months after the completion of, in quotes, additional studies. Which means if I vote for yours, will you vote for mine yeah. next time? Yeah. That's their study. Oh, my God. There's no good news. But good thing we have Old Fart Freddy. Here we go. Here he comes. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, people choose their trucks based on how loud the stereo goes or how large the wheels are. Are you kidding me? In my day... We only cared about two things, how much horsepower and how big is the load area. 
Nowadays, people are afraid to get their trucks dirty. My neighbor would rather rent the truck to pick up a load of soil than use his perfectly healthy F-350 or whatever the hell it is. What a loser. In my day, we threw everything under the sun in our load area, from mud to rusty trombones. Nothing was off limits in the load area. Nowadays, people are all about little dogs or very large rats. What's the difference? In my day, our dogs were so big, when our horses grew tired, we could ride our dogs in style right into town. We were doggy-style, dirty truck-riding men that filled the load area completely with our rusty trombones. Sometimes, (laughs) aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. Did you see that bitch? I'd like to ride her in doggy style. My apologies to anyone listening, and this is going to continue because Mr. Rafael Nadell he says likes it. it. <laughs> he likes it. He likes it. Uh, it's not very debonair, though, Chuck Morrison, is it? No, it's not. It's time to be debonair, though. Let's do it. All right. Hold on. I'm just going to cue this up. Okay. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Do you need a gentleman? Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. All right, guys, here's what we're doing. We're calling an audible because during the break, and I, I'm convinced sometimes our best content happens before the show, during the breaks, and after the show. It sure doesn't happen during the show. No, <laughs> that's not sure. Yeah. But we're talking, about, we're talking about tagging people on social media, yeah. on Facebook and Twitter. And it's funny the timing of this because I was literally talking about this among some of the staff on the Patriots and the etiquette on tagging. And from what I'm gathering in my own personal opinion is get permission. Yes, it, it's a bit, you know, it's a big no, no, just to randomly tag someone uh, in, in a post. So I wanted to before I just come out and say this is the debonair thing to do, because it's really up for discussion. I would figured we turn this into a little bit of a discussion yeah. to see what your opinion is. I got a big opinion on tagging. All right. So let's let's say that you had a business or you were running for for uh, for office in this town. And at nighttime, you decided to come with your sign and hang it on my building. Tag it on my building, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Hang a sign in here. You didn't ask me. You just did it. Well, I don't care for your message. I don't want to. Maybe I do like you and I want you to win, but I don't want to. Broadcast uh, bro- it to the, to the nation. To the people yep. that would have the yep. other thing. Who are you to uh, tag my building with your message? Well, who are you to tag me in social media uh, if you are a competitor, mm-hmm. if you're a product I don't carry, uh, Even if it's a product that, that we do carry, it's still unacceptable. It's unacceptable. I agree. You, because you, on social media, and, and we're in a little bit of the cigar public spotlight because of the show, so we have more friends than the average person. So if a rep doesn't pay attention to his social media and develop the following of people that smoke their cigars, who are they to tag me 
who does pay attention to his social media, and I look and make sure I'm not accepting friend requests from fake profiles, and I go through all that trouble, and I choose the content that I put on my social media pages. Sometimes it's cigar-related. Sometimes it's dance-related. Sometimes it's me goofing around. But it's my choice, not your choice. Get your own friends, you loser. Right. But what I did on Facebook is I... You must have did it for me or something. Nobody can. Um, I had to they, do it too. Yeah, I had to ha- do it too. Have, I was forced to do that. I, I didn't set want mine it. up, so I have to approve all tags. Yeah. See, I'm okay with a rep tagging me saying such and such cigar is available now. Speak to Barry at Two Guys Smoke oh, Shop. Yeah, that, that's a good thing. By all means, tag yeah, me yeah. all the time you want, but don't tag me that you're doing an event. A half a mile down the road. Right, right. It's not fair to you, and yeah, it puts yeah. me in a spot. I wouldn't do that to them. It's right. not debonair. And, and for, like, athletes, for example, and this is what I heard this past, I say, weekend. It feels like a weekend, but because uh, that's when games are typically played. But for an athlete, I mean, if you're posting them for what you might consider funny content, but others might deem that either inappropriate. racist or yeah, inappropriate, yeah. and now they're attached to that, that can hurt their image. Yes, and and same for us as, as people. I mean, I've got a friend that just has a dirty mind, and he likes to put crazy stuff on, on Facebook and stuff like that. And occasionally, and this is why I had to change my settings, he'll post me on these on these jokes, these, these yeah. humor things, and I'm like, I had, to, I had to approach him. Tim is his name. I'm like, Tim, please do not tag me in this content. Yes, I laugh at it, but... I don't want other people. Right. No one has that, to know what kind of a dirty mind you have, right? Chuck. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? It's just, it, there's really, there's an etiquette to it. And I think it's one of those things where you have to, don't ask for forgiveness, ask for permission. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't go that far. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's, that, guys, that's the Debonair way. It's uh, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. A little bit of an audible this week, but we'd like to open up for discussion because the question always is, are you Debonair enough? I am. Jonathan's right. give me the cue. Yeah, it's time for us to take a peek. Into the asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, haha. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. Brady Olson is not the son of Mary Kate or Ashley Olson of Full House fame. He is a 15-year-old candidate for president running out of Ohio under the name D's Nuts. I heard that. In a public policy polling survey of North Carolina voters released this month, 9% of participants said they would vote for Nuts over Trump or Hillary Clinton. Nuts posted similar numbers in Iowa, uh, in an Iowa poll earlier this month, and did not do all that well in New Hampshire. Apparently, we don't have a sense of humor. Realistically, Brady is too young to be president. He is hoping local voters will throw him a bone, giggity, and vote for D's Nuts anyways. That's insane, and if you vote for D's Nuts, you belong in an asylum. They're coming to take me I'm, away. I'm surprised that's real because I saw something on Facebook with a screenshot like on Fox News and they had the poll. And I thought it was like photoshops. That really happened? Yeah, yeah. It's true. Oh my God. Google it. 9%. It's early though. He, it's early. He, he could. He could. These nuts could pull it out in a, in a landslide victory. You're saying he could pull his nuts out? He could come on. Does Trump smoke cigars, by the way? He does not. He doesn't smoke with He drink. has no vices. Yeah. Well, except for making money, no vices. And women. 
Should you get a mailbag or any or anything? <clears throat> get time for something? Yeah. Ooh, I had one that was about Barry. This one's good. Yes. Here we go. Bring it on. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Let me see what you wrote. This is mine. this is <laughs> Gary Walston, and this message was submitted through the contact us page of the CigarAuthority.com. Barry is very biased. He is quick to name the Democrats by name when law calls for change. However, never calls out a Republican. Why? Because I get to see a Republican initiate the change of a law. It's always so. You're saying that Republicans it's always, are lazy. It's always been Democrats, but this week I called out the Republican who said just to ban tobacco. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's right. He did, but and he didn't know this was coming. Yeah. Yep. So far, it seems like every law to he, ban. He's smoking. reporting the news, but isn't that odd that he does mention that it just went down party lines? I don't know if you hear when he when he ends up saying that. When he does, that means all the Republicans said leave it alone, yeah. and all the Democrats said ban it, tax it, or whatever. Whatever policy, listen, we want listeners from all walks of life and anything, but when he ends up saying that, that's his nice way of saying that's the way it went. I, I'm, I'm, I understand that's exactly what you're saying, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, since I started reporting the news for the Cigar Authority, it's actually shocked me how weighted this is mm. to the Democratic yeah. Party. It goes right on party lines. If you were to draw a map out of it, that's exactly how they vote. They vote with the party, not with the principle of what it is. And that's why you're seeing these non-politicians running for president that are getting some juice. They're getting nuts, for example. These nuts. (laughs) Absolutely. Nine percent of the vote. Yeah, he doesn't mind uh, cigar smoking or want to take take our rights away. He just wants these nuts. So... uh, Time to squeeze another one in? Yeah, we can do it. Also submitted through the Contact Us pages is Jim writing, Gentlemen and Mr. Jonathan. I don't know what that's about. (laughs) We all know we deal with a handmade product, and from time to time, we will inevitably receive a cigar that has construction problems. Two questions. What is a reasonable expectation of the consumer when paying $6 to $15 or more for a cigar? Should he ask for a replacement from the retailer, contact the manufacturer, or both? And the second question is, what is a reasonable response from the retailer? I've actually bought 10 or more cigars in a shop, sat down in the lounge, and had an issue with a plug stick, and asked the retailer if they would allow me to replace it, and had them say no. Oh, your thoughts will be appreciated. Happy smoking. Great question. From Jim. Well, the retailer should have took care of you. And uh, we are having a lot of problems. I'm going to guess that a lot of the problems are because of you. You're doing selecting something wrong. wrong one maybe, or? Not selecting the wrong one, <clears throat> but that you're cutting it wrong, you're lighting it wrong, you're doing something wrong, and the retailer should give you the new cigar and guide you along the way to help you end up doing it. I know as a retailer for 30 years, I've done it. The guy ends up having a problem two or three times, and I say, Let's see what this is all about because it, it may be the issue on the person itself. Very hard to do because they don't, you know, when you watch them take a big chunk of the thing off, oh, overcut yeah. it. Oh, yeah. oh, the cigar unravels on me. Yeah, that's because you cut too far on the thing. <coughs> Let me show you. You only cut this. Lighting it. You, oh, you just lit it with a match in two seconds and you didn't toast it and make it yeah. heat up even so it's not going to burn evenly throughout or whatever. Um, or if you're taking your cigars home, you don't have a humidor, or you do and you overhumidify your cigars, and then you take it back and you say, you know, it, it, it's not burning well for me. It's not burning well because you, you're not have the proper humidification. Um, should you call a manufacturer on a problem on a, on you, you have a cigar that's six dollars? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's 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 insane. Now, if um, you have a box, and assuming you're cutting and lighting it properly and several of the cigars in that box are not performing properly, 
uh, you could have an issue with the box. Listen, boxes get dropped from time to time. It's a handmade so product. It yeah. is a handmade yeah. product. And, and nothing wrong with touching up a cigar. Touching it up is, yeah, that's one thing. Touching but if you got you, you, you notice that the wrappers are split on half the cigars, bring the box back to the retailer. Yeah. There's a credit process involved with the manufacturer. It's not going to hurt anybody. But, yes, absolutely should the retailer take care of their customers to the best of their ability, I would vote yes. Two things. I saw on a, a popular Facebook group somebody was smoking a, a cigar, an, an aged cigar, and literally half the cigar was burning and the other half wasn't. And he was complaining about poor construction. Everybody jumped on him that he should have touched it up in the beginning and it would have burned well. Of course. His response was, it's a premium cigar. It should have fixed itself. Oh. No. So, A, don't be lazy to reach into your pocket and pull out your lighter or to reach onto the table and pull out a match to fix it yeah. and number two don't wait till you get to the band right. to come up and no, say hey he's this done cigar now. give plugged. me a new one i got two for the price of one well i don't think this is where jim was going no, right no, no, no. i'm not saying that that's jim yeah but i've seen both sure no jim might be crazy. looking and say no absolutely mm-hmm. thing jim absolutely go to your retailer and you know something you got a retailer and you say this is plugged i can't get a drawer out of it and the guy says too late tough Right. Well, yeah. tough for him. He should yeah, f- find a new plenty of fish. It. Plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah. If the guy, in, in the case of a plug cigar, yeah, you should get another one. Yeah. And now, as a retailer, and I know you're a elite retailer listening, and you have to replace a cigar for somebody, do not wait for the rep to come in and say, you owe me a cigar. Don't be nickel and dime in them, too, because the retail, the manufacturer comes in and gives you a cigar now and then. Yeah. So don't be ridiculous on one so. thing here or there. You, when there's a problem and you've got three people in a row or something and end up having this as an issue, we may even pull the cigars from the shelves, You've done it. let the manufacturer know, light one myself up immediately and say, wow, we have an issue here. Mm. I haven't seen that in years. There's a slowdown on cigars. It's been pretty level for the past few years of, of imports that are happening in there. Everybody's doing an unbelievable job. No one's smoking more cigars than I am. I, I, I light cigars all day, every day. Cigar, the smallest factories to the big ones, everybody's doing a fabulous job well, on it. We did have that issue, and the manufacturer will remain nameless, but the, the paint hadn't completely dried on the boxes before the cigars were put in. And it, you know what? It happens from time uh, to time. Yeah. Yeah. And the cigars tasted like paint. Mm. So the fast. manufacturer happened to be coming in for a meeting that week, and I took the band off the cigar and handed him his own cigar and said, I want you to light this up and tell me what you think. And he did the cold draw, and he said, wow, it tastes like lacquer, and lit it up. And he goes, oh, this is disgusting. And I said, it's, it's actually your cigar. And he said, pull them from the shelves immediately. And he made some phone calls, and he got the, the problem fixed. But, you know, you've got to give the manufacturer some feedback. But and he, yeah. did, he made good on it. Yeah. If, if you find out that you're the one sitting in the group all the time and your cigar's having the problem, my bet is it's you. And I've just seen it so many times. I, I don't know that that's there. It's just, it's just a good guess. Well, in a plug cigar, you probably, it's probably not the guy. If, if, he's, taking, if he's taking the cigars home and he's over-humidifying them. He took it in the, the lounge. From the store, in, in yeah. the story, yeah. So. And, and the retailer, I don't care what the cigar costs, $6 or $60, that's an automatic replacement. Yeah, you got an it. issue. In Unless, of course, you've smoked it all the way down and you say... This thing was a tight drive. Don't mess around with store owners on that either, you know. And that ends up happening two or three times. Now Now we start getting a, a bad feeling for them, and it, it gets ugly. So, anyway, Testarossa, finally thoughts, final thoughts. You know what? It, was, it did start off early aggressive, and I was nervous. And uh, it has calmed down considerably. I would still put it at medium plus to full. Oh, it's full. But very balanced. A little bit of sweetness that, that – 
kicked in after that first inch when it calmed down. It got sweet. I, I'm very much enjoying it, and I'm, I'm going to say I was nervous about yeah. it because I haven't smoked it in a while. This is a cigar that I think ages well because I tried to get the oldest box mm-hmm. I could find that was there and end up going through those cigars, and I think um, this is one fuller-bodied cigars. Some fuller-bodied cigars really age well, and they calm down a bit. It calmed down. I was saying that I was going to get this full-bodied hit in the face, which I did, but it never went to my stomach. I never got yeah, that we're feeling. Only, we're in only right, through. right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm going to continue to do it. I, I thought the show would be over, and I'd say I'm done with that. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. There's no problem with that anyway. So, Barry? Well, you know, I'm having a little difficulty breathing yeah, through yeah, my yeah. nose and all that. So, you know, I did let it go out. Oh. But uh, oh. it does have some citrus. It does have that chocolate note. I thought it would be stronger. Yeah, yeah. Um, as a full-body smoker, I find it medium plus and extremely enjoyable. Here we go, two medium plus. Chuck, you're yeah. okay with it? Yeah, I am actually. You know, I was kind of nervous <laughs> from, yeah. from uh, kind of the, 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 the uh, going into this with being a, a, a stronger cigar. But, yeah, at the start, a lot of pepper, a lot of strength, but it definitely kind of mellowed out. It's still, for me, a, a fuller-bodied cigar, but uh, I'm going to go with you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish it. So I think yeah, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, not, no not too strong, not at all. Nope. All right. All right, next week, Omar DeFrias from Fratello Cigars. Join us. We're going to have some fun. We're going to tell you all about what happened at the Pants Off Dance Off. Uh, nothing but crying after that. We're going to be on the he show. Will absolutely Someone. cry live on the air. The I'm, Cigar I'm gonna predict, uh, yeah. YouTube channel. Check it out. I'm, I'm going to predict that somebody's going to have an excuse. There's going to be all kinds of excuses and things thrown in, Mr. Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to happen. It wasn't my dance. He yeah. But I wasn't good we at it. We already know that going in. The I'm pre- handicapped. The, the precursor for failure. You got to choose. Anyway, uh, we're going to be smoking uh, a cigar from the care package next week with Omar DeFrias. And uh, until then, uh, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you're smoking your Testoroso, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be back next week with Omar DeFrias right here on the United Cigar Radio Network. Take a trip into another world. CAO Columbia. The newest addition to CAO's World Blends is a delicious addition to the CAO collection. It's the first cigar to prominently feature Colombian tobacco and is a mild to medium-bodied blend boasting notes of toasted nuts sprinkled with briny nuances. Using a tobacco from the isolated mountainous region of Colombia, the Aiku Mazinga tobacco is a unique and rare find that provides a smoking experience you won't forget. For a savory smoke that takes you to another world, visit CAO Colombia. Yeah, you want to know what Lenny Clark has to say about Two Guys Smoke Shop? Two guys, the Two Guys Smoke Shop guys are the nicest guys. And I'll tell you, sometimes you go into a cigar store, you really don't know what you're looking for. It's very intimidating. And a lot of times people have a tendency to be arrogant with you, like they know it all. Not the guys. I want the guys up at the Two Guys Smoke Shop. If you're a first-time smoker or you're looking for a great, go in and see them. They'll put you at ease. They'll make you feel at home. They'll get you the best cigar you can get for the best deal. You can't beat it. And then whenever I'm in New Hampshire again, if I'm in high-speed police chase or something, I'll stop in and have a smoke with those two guys. Why, thank you, Lenny Clark. 